Welcome to episode 225 of CGM's Pixels and Ink podcast. I am back this week. I wasn't here last week, right? No, we had Elias on instead. Yeah, you were gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Elias might be a good swap for me. Just train him the host and you could just probably leave him. My he's just taking all of my jobs, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> you could just take all your jobs. Oh, did I not announce your early retirement, Cody? I guess not. I... See what happens when you <laughs> protest podcasts because of, you know, worried Pac-Man? Well, to be fair, people wanted an inanimate object to host instead of either of us. Yeah, but you know that's impossible. We so gotta let that go, guys. Even I'm getting tired of hearing it. Hey, man, what did what was Wayne's joke running joke for like two years that he was illiterate? Yeah. And then Wikipedia came after us for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, here's the thing with that joke. He would say it's the illiterate Wayne Santos, and we could just ignore it and it would never come up again. <laughs> but when the Pac-Man thing comes up, it's a five minute conversation that I've heard <laughs> at least a dozen times before. <laughs> Phil, we've heard you pick on me for grown-ups for over a year now, so... And Resident Evil 6. And Resident Evil 6. Right. Um, I I Uh, The the grown-ups thing, that only comes up when it's appropriate. It comes up, like, all the time. We haven't talked about it in months. Well, I haven't been around that much. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Actually, didn't you bring it up recently? You know what? I'm not even going to go... That was privately. That wasn't podcast material. That's Phil. (laughs) That's all he's getting this week. Fine. And to my left is Cody Warm. Hi. And we have Brendan on sound, playing on his phone. So I honestly w- thought that we would have been like well into the podcast by the time I came in. I was trying to be super quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tried. Cody, let's not go there. <laughs> okay. Let's not bring it faults of the past. All right. Even if it was 10 <laughs> minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And we'll jump into news with Cody as he frantically well, writes it down. He's <laughs> that's why I was hoping that, like mm-hmm. this whole thing would have blown over. I can do movie over. news first. Yeah, let's do movie news first. Let's change it up. Mm-hmm. We'll do movie news Definitely. first. Definitely. All right. Well, the first uh, big story worth discussing, this is a little bit older now, but still exciting, so I brought it up anyway. Oh, God. Um, and that's that uh, Donald Glover is going to play young Lando Cal- Rizzi yeah. in the Han Solo spinoff film, which I think is genius casting I like and sounds an so actor. much fun, and I'm excited. Yeah, I kind of assumed Lando would be in it, since that's how Han got the Millennium Falcon, so it only makes sense that that would be a major plot point. And uh, Tom Glover's just funny and charming enough to do a young uh, Billy D. Williams right. So I'm all for it. I'm yeah. super excited. He's going to have that mustache, a little cape. It's going to be great. You think he'll have the mustache? Oh, God, yeah. They're going to do it, go out of their way to make sure they like look exactly like him. like in? Like it's just a starter like a stash? Like a Hitler mustache? No. <laughs> no, a starter stash. No, like a, like a teenager's. Yeah. So you're suggesting that it took Lando from his 20s until I have his met 40s a lot of to men. grow a mustache in. Phil, <laughs> I have met a lot of men, and some of them can't grow mustaches all that well. Yeah, but that's not something that, like... That doesn't mean if you grow it for decades that the mustache then fills no, in. It, it, actually, sometimes it does. Haven't you met men who can't grow facial hair very much in their early 20s, but by the time they're 30, they can? Yeah, um, no. Well, that's because you don't interact with a lot of men and have I don't know what that's conversation like. about facial hair. Yeah. I was able Cody's to grow sti- facial hair See, there you go. from Cody's the time I was but a wee mm-hmm. lad. Cody's one of those Wolverine people. Mm-hmm. I always thought it grew in slow, but apparently... No. Mm-hmm. You have solid facial hair going mm-hmm. to be fair though you i was told never game. to shave again so because mm-hmm. you look adorably young that weird baby face going on little 13 year old cody coming in to write mm-hmm. also doesn't help them a little chunky so it just like mm-hmm. makes me look rounder when i don't have mm-hmm. facial hair to like which is as to your babiness <laughs> <laughs> all right and next up um director tim miller uh who directed the first deadpool uh dropped out of deadpool 2 over yeah. creative differences Even with ryan, ryan reynolds, reynolds had some issues right which is interesting because like they like 
that was their baby and they worked it on it for like eight me. years and everything and now all of a sudden it's becoming a problem it's very strange i get the impression that um <coughs> ryan reynolds has a vast amount of creative control over the new deadpool which i'm not sure is a great idea um why um because he's an actor not a writer and director I mean, creative control to some extent. Couldn't he say, "I'd like this to happen"? Maybe they work it in. Yeah. Well, I no. I think it would be that like the director of the movie would have to talk to Ryan Reynolds about what he'd like to do with his movie, oh. which I don't think is necessary. Yeah, no, it should be like, like a joint Tom, effort, like how Tom Cruise works. Um. So, yeah. Um. Hey, no, it, Tom Cruise's movies are pretty entertaining. Uh, have you seen Jack Reacher? No. No. <laughs> you you missed the conversation about that last week. No, yeah. I didn't miss it at Apparently all. Apparently, it's our bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were still in the office. You no, just I didn't also didn't participate. miss it. Oh. I was happy not to be a part of it. Gotcha. Well, anyway, it's a rough one. So, um, uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. It, it's also I, I also wouldn't be surprised if it, while being listed as being creative differences issue, is also fact that tim miller was like a commercial director for years and years and years and years and years and deadpool was his first movie i believe at like 51 so um he probably for the first time ever has job offers and opportunities and uh, would like would like to take them um as opposed to battling with ryan reynolds for two and a half years over deadpool 2 um which i can understand so it's probably one of those two things and also subsequently to that happening uh there's been a fan petition online to get tarantino to direct deadpool 2 oh, no. i was gonna say i was just, gonna mention that which is just stupid no awesome <laughs> just no, stupid cody, no bad cody that would never work it would never work and i love tarantino but so do i but he would not be good for something like well, I can see like the logic of it because Deadpool's so self-conscious, which is well, yeah, what Tarantino but, does. No. But um, why are you so upset by this, Mel? I don't know. I just can picture what would happen, and it wouldn't be makes fun. her makes her feel uneasy. What what do you, what do you picture would happen? No, any just, difference than Deadpool? I, I just get a, like a cold chill in my heart that spreads through my body when I think about it. So but I don't understand. No. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> my feeling would be that while I'm certain Tarantino would make a good Deadpool movie, I don't think he would ever have any interest in a million years of making a Deadpool movie. So I don't think it's uh, ever going to happen. Um, but that's was nice, nice wishful thinking from the fan. Um, I, I know that he's, because people have obviously talked about doing comic book movies because he, like, his early movies are filled with comic book references. I think he could actually get away with a different character. Slambo, Tarantino, and Deadpool. Do, um, I know he wanted to Silver do Silver Surfer. He yeah. wanted to do Black Panther. He for wanted years, to do Black Panther. Oh, really? no, one, no one would listen. No one had any interest in doing Black Panther. And um, I think ultimately, what it comes down to is he's just not interested in superhero stuff anymore. And fair enough. Probably because it's too popular. Um, too yeah. mainstream. It's too mainstream. Could be. Could be. Um, but anyway, that won't be happening. All right. Next up, J.J. Uh, Abrams. Well, I mean, a tribute to J.J. Amber is really just a bad robot thing that he's producing. I uh, had a science fiction movie coming out in February called The Bar- God Particle, and they've now admitted that it is actually secretly a, a Cloverfield movie. Oh, um, another one? Yep, so that seems like Wait. that might be becoming an annual tradition. And uh, this one is go- is a all that's known about it, because obviously they keep these things under wraps, is that it will take place on a space station, oh, and it's about no. a discovery that changes everything. Okay, t- can you say annual tradition when it's only been a couple years? What? You say annual. No, I said it. I, it maybe will be oh. becoming an like, annual tradition because that was last February was when the last Overfield movie a came out, and now weirdly station? enough, there's a new one. I don't. I don't look forward to this. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Whenever they put things in space, they usually go really bad. With like Alien. 
No, because Aliens started in space. Yeah. I mean, if things start in space, fine. I mean, like when franchises, like franchises gotcha. move to space. But I mean, like the thing with these Jason clover in space, yeah, but the Leprechaun thing... in space. No, I, I get you. But the thing with these Cloverfield movies is that, as far as I can tell, they're uh, just genre movies made on a low budget by a different director that are like very, 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 very loosely connected to Cloverfield. Yeah, because Clo- Ten Cloverfield Lane was very. Lo- I liked that one. Though. Yeah, I liked it, but it like barely had anything to do with Cloverfield. In fact, the worst part was when it turned out to be a Cloverfield movie. So. Um, uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. You're gonna call it the SS Cloverfield? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, next up. Um, uh, they've hired a director for the Uncharted movie, and it's Sean Levy, who made Night at the Museum and the Pink Panther. Oh, so he's just known for his quality work. So, yeah, so it's gonna suck, yeah. is the moral of the story. Now, he did also apparently produce and direct a few episodes of Stranger Things. So, but he um, probably had a lot of help. Yeah, well, hard to say. I, I don't think one has much control over a Pink Panther remake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, I would like to believe that maybe there's some hope there. The script was written by Joe Carnahan, who I really like, who did like, uh, who did The Gray and uh, the Narc and Smoke and Aces. So maybe, but to me, this views this seems like the news that officially destroyed my enthusiasm in the project. Yay! All right, next up. Um, I mean, you already had Indiana Jones, so let's not get greedy. I suppose, and there is another one of those coming. Um, and there's a couple Tomb Raider movies. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it's just a bummer, because Uncharted seems like it could so easily be such a fun movie, but... I mean, it is well, a movie in itself. At least Tom really. Cruise isn't in it. I suppose that's true. Both in length and... At least not now. They haven't cast Nathan Drake yet. We'll see what happens. Um, all right. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Cruise has already taken meetings on it. It's going to be right. that guy... Played the hammer. Yeah. Next up, uh, who? In uh, Doctor Horrible's Long Vlog. What's his face? Guy from Firefly. Oh, Nathan Fillion. One right. who looks like. He's he's too old now. You think so? I hate to Is say that. It could be like an older Nathan Drake, like in Uncharted Four. Yeah. I suppose, but like they should really be hiring someone to play Nathan Drake who can at least do some of the stunt scenes. You know what I'm saying? At least he's <laughs> not Tom Hanks old. Yeah. Like I love. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like don't get me wrong, I love. Uh, uh, Nathan Fillion, and he would obviously be a perfect Nathan Drake, given that they based the character, look, voice, style, and mannerisms on him. Exactly. It would make perfect sense. I just, uh, I don't know if you've seen him lately, but he's looks like he's been living living well. You know what I'm saying? Does he look, does he look as good as <laughs> Tom, look, Tom Hanks does? he look does? like yeah. Val Kilmer post-Batman? Not Fat Val Kilmer? <laughs> he's, he's, he's <laughs> at least he still looks like Val Kilmer. You see Tom Hanks? He doesn't even look like Tom Hanks anymore. Yes, he does. What he's morphing into about? an old man. No, fun fact friend of the podcast Shaq met Tom Hanks once oh, that's no, not fine. Tom Hanks Tom Cruise my mistake oh, yeah. <gasps> he, met he met Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise? Yeah. yeah no I meant to mention this when you were talking about yeah, Jack yeah. Reacher and he towered over well, him he's only like 5'2 sure. or like, something yeah. he, he looked like a child Tom Cruise is a tiny 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 man <laughs> yeah yeah I saw the picture he met him he was at like a I think it was at screening Tiff or, or something. a screening yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's too bad he's so upset over his height he's got so many things going for him and all he focuses <laughs> on is how short he is mm-hmm all right, Napoleon next up, too, uh, Gerald Butler. <laughs> yeah, Gerald Butler Fox. has signed on for Angel Has Fallen, completing the Fallen trilogy, following Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen. Why Do so people actually go to see those? We can always look forward to Yeah, London, Olympus Has Fallen is actually a lot of fun. Yeah. That movie's oh. a ton of fun. London Has Fallen, not so much. Um, still kind of fun. I did kind of enjoy Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus Has Fallen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a blast. Um, it's a gloriously Fallen. stupid movie. Uh, London Has Fallen has some good it's bits, like but it's not quite as fun. That one scene from Independence Day, but dragged out 
for a whole movie. Yeah. Um, so, hey, but at least Independence Day was fun. Yeah, yeah. So for Angel is Fallen, Angel is apparently the code word for Air Force One. Oh, God. So there you go. So basically they're doing redoing, what was it? Air Force One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cody, so, mm-hmm. getting back to your Napoleon thing, do you think we should change it to be called Tom Cruise Complex? Well, we'll see. If Tom Cruise, like, blows off another part of a sphinx, then yeah. Okay. Yeah, but no, I don't think so. Tom Cruise seems uh, manic and probably a little sad, uh, whereas Napoleon was a mass murderer. So I feel like he should probably still get it. You think so? Like, yeah, I do. I do. Like, I know if you were to base your opinion on Napoleon purely from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, he seems like kind of a fun goofball kind of guy in a Tom Cruise <laughs> kind of way. But unfortunately, uh, the history books were a little less generous to uh, Napoleon than Bill and Ted. Film that being a great movie. But I mean, like, I think Tom Cruise might be the new person to base it off. Mm. For the new generation. For the millennials, mm. Phil. For the millennials. Okay, first of all, the uh, previous generation that used Napoleon, it still was centuries in advance, you know? Like, it wasn't exactly a contemporary. So <laughs> exactly, he's trying seems, to update it. Seems, so it seems, I, I think if they manage to make it all those centuries with an update, we can keep it going. I don't know, man. The internet's here now, and that's a whole new thing. Yeah, time, exactly. They time can, for a they makeover. They can Google Napoleon <laughs> and know who he is instantly. Um, all right. And plus, plus, not to mention the fact that the thing that spurred this whole conversation is how surprising it is that Tom Cruise is short. It's not as surprising, opposed, though. You as hear opposed about it all to the how time. notoriously short Napoleon is. <laughs> the one thing that everyone knows short. about Napoleon, other than his ability to eat ice cream at a competitive rate in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and also bowl with great enthusiasm. All right. Um, <laughs> and finally, uh, Justin Lin, who directed the most recent Star Trek movie and Fast uh, Five and Furious Six. Um, he has a new job uh, in when he's not working on the Hot Wheels movie. He's also now been hired to produce a Knight Rider digital series. What? So that just, just goes to show that just goes to show how incredibly creative Hollywood is when they hire people. This guy did Cars. We'll give him all the new series with Cars now. <laughs> hmm. Okay. That yeah, seems drastically unnecessary to me, but there you go. Like, they don't need another Knight Rider. Yeah, no, no one needs another Knight Rider. No one even really needed the first Knight Rider, if you're perfectly honest. Haters. And uh, you're a big Knight Rider fan? No. That's what I thought. I just feel like you're a hater. That's what I thought. (laughs) Um, Phil is a hater. We know that. I'm not a hater. I love to love. Um, It's just no one loves me, so I hate when they don't love me. Um, And that's it for movie news. We're done. Also, Brian Fuller stepped down as Star Trek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. Which Phil doesn't care about. Well, I just don't really, I haven't really followed his, I saw like a couple episodes of Dead Like Me, it was okay. I'm not particularly attached to him or Star Trek. I'm actually really, I like a lot of his work, but it never survives a couple seasons, so. Right. Maybe it's good he stepped down. Yeah. So Star Trek can make it past season two. Didn't he start on Star Trek? Voyager. Yeah. yeah. So I can see why, um, but like I, like I said, I'm probably not going to watch the new Star Trek, so it doesn't really affect me. Probably not. Me. Yeah. Um. All right. Cody, well, guys. Cody is bundled up in his coat like it's an igloo in here. What's mm-hmm. wrong? I don't know. It's been I've been cold in here lately. It's like I a like toaster in here today. You know what it is? It's because it's cold outside. And so when I'm inside, I try to be as warm as possible. Did you not walk in here when it was a toaster? Yeah, no, I did. I had to go on the rickety stool to, <laughs> the rickety mm. <laughs> to go and turn down the heat in Cody here. Cody took a ride on the rickety death stool. Mm. We have this old wooden stool. Oh, yeah. That is not safe. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go on the stool to reach the the 
thermostat. Because Brendan didn't want to do it because it's a rickety old stool. <laughs> yeah, that's his exact reasoning, actually. <laughs> Almost word for word. I don't want to go on the rickety stool, but it's hot. So, Cody, you're the, you're the underling here. Yeah. Well, I mean, we made Jordan do it a couple times before. But anyway, um, game news. Apple TV. Not game news, but... Uh, it's getting over 8,000 apps on it. Jeez. Bring in what? Bring in that casual crowd Are back to the TV. Are they all angry birds? <laughs> Different skins? I think you fail to realize how many bad apps there are on the app uh, store. Candy Crush and There's Angry Birds. Is... You know what would be cool, though? Now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder how many of the old, like, remade, um, like, ported classic games you can get could Pokemon? be played. Well, you can get Pokemon, but I'm thinking like Gunstar Heroes and Crazy Taxi okay, Cody. and all this stuff that you can, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Like you can get those on other consoles as well, but if you could play them on Apple TV as well. Okay, so buy an Apple TV and report back also to Minecraft. next week. That's I, your job. I don't want an Apple TV. Actually, you know what? I know someone who has Apple TV, so maybe I'll, I'll talk to that person. Um, Monster Hunter Double X, which me is coming out in... Uh, 2017 means double cross. I don't know what that means. Not to be confused with Monster Hunter Triple X. That's what I was going to say. Which means that they're only one away from Monster Hunter Triple X, which I'm I'm sure sure if you search the dark corners of the internet, I think it exists. Yeah. Uh, What is it? Rule 34? Is that it? One of the internet rules. If if it exists, there's a porn. There's a porn for it? Yeah. Yeah. My favorite, my personal favorite is uh, Pacific Rim Job. But Wait, so does it just apply to games in no like, anything movie? Everything is, is has someone a porn. out there making sort of, sort of CGM porn that we're not aware of. We exist. We exist. We're an entity. I'm kind of scared now. Yeah, <laughs> Brendan, we need to get on this. Shut that down. Not Brendan. not get on it, yeah, but we need to figure down. out if it exists. I mean, whatever if they want to. No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. No, I'm saying if someone wants to do that about me, then go for it. I'm comfortable with myself. Okay, just strictly Cody then. Yeah, just do it on me. I'm cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I given that no one voluntarily wants has any interest in me, I don't see why I would want to watch someone pretending to be me. So I think I'm just <laughs> going to not be a part of that. <laughs> well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get to a more brighter thing. Uh, you guys hear Microsoft is uh, making its Twitch competitor? Is uh, really it's called Beam. Oh, sounds cool. They're gonna beam those streams to you with the uh, internet. Beam. It's just, that's a horrible name. Yeah. Well, so is Bing. So now they have Bing and Beam. Yeah, and Bing really <laughs> took off. <didn't laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was found it funny. Um, I think it was in The Amazing Spider-Man where he has to, like, Google something, and he goes to Bing. And I'm like, I wonder how much they paid for that <laughs> stupid advertisement. So much. No teenagers, like, I'm going to Bing this. <laughs> Just like Microsoft concede, Google won. <laughs> Maybe if you team up with Yahoo and Internet Explorer. That's just, like, Microsoft's thing, though. Like, oh, yeah, that's what they need to do. Let's team up with Internet Explorer. <laughs> and Yahoo and Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. I used Ask Jeeves before. That was my go-to one. But no, like, it's funny, because Microsoft does this all the time. They show up incredibly late to the party, and then they're like, buy it, and then and they, they have no one does. they have a cold side dish with them. Yeah. Oh, I brought you this half-eaten pizza for your party. Yeah. Like, Microsoft, you're three hours late, and it's that like, pizza has, well, I like pineapple, but a lot of people be like, ew, that pizza has pineapples and anchovies on it. I'm going to say, pineapples on pizza and ketchup on mac and cheese is fine. Exactly. Thank you. Brendan shaking his head. 
But he is But wrong. he also doesn't eat chicken, so he doesn't count. I like chicken. Anyway, it reminds me of the Zune, which Brendan bought seven of. And he sold them. <laughs> he did, but he still bought seven Zunes. At one point. Um, And my last bit of news. Wait, Brendan, do you use Bing? No, he's shaking his head no. Okay. Remember when Brendan was on the podcast? Yeah. What happened? Now he's too involved in his phone. He's probably playing <laughs> one of those millions of apps <laughs> available. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I was like, he doesn't have a microphone. No, he just shakes his head. Okay. Well, he was on last week, I think. He's almost like a magic eight ball. <laughs> Brendan, um, is it going to rain tomorrow? <laughs> ask again later. <laughs> I, I My last bit of news is uh, Street Fighter... Five. Oh yeah, a million copies. A hundred k copies. A yeah. Mil- oh my god. Between April, uh, April and September. Yikes. That's really bad. That's really bad. But that's also what happens when you release a game without a single player campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of unless lacking. you're called Star Wars Battlefront, of course. Yeah, but that has Star Wars attached yeah, to it. That's true. Very true. Anything yeah. with Star well, Wars. Well, I mean, will like, print it's money. also Street Fighter. You think it would have done okay because it has Street Fighter. Yeah, definitely. Because well, the thing is, people who play Street Fighter will buy it. Hmm. Apparently there's other not as many people as the won't. ones we thought. It doesn't seem that way, though. The last one did so well. Yeah, yeah because other people mm. bought it. Yeah. Because the other one had Also, like, let's be fair. How many friggin' updates to Street Fighter 4 were there that were full-price games? Probably a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of them. I wouldn't be surprised if people were just, like, getting fed up with Street well, Fighter. Well, Street Fighter 5 is lacking in a lot of content. Yeah. So. Actually, oh, you know what? I forgot another piece of news. Let's talk. Let's all have an in-depth discu- discussion about how Bethesda does not want to send review copies out to critics. To critics Wild in general. Card. You guys, yeah. Do you watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, did you see my tweet? I, I I tweeted about it, just like all caps, wild card with that. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> wild card, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, apparently they don't believe. They believe that uh, critics should be getting games the same day as... Um, Think about it. People. From, from a <laughs> as people. We're not people. Mm-hmm. As as consumers. We're just lifeless or soulless well, entities that walk the earth. Okay. Think, I okay. believe in a, um, I guess, the, like in theory, what I do as a critic is important because people are spending a lot of money on video games and maybe my opinion means something. But then mm. I read comments before games come out uh, when I give a game a low score where people saying I'm incompetent and yes. I don't know what I'm talking about. So maybe I mm. don't have that. Maybe it's not as important as I thought. Okay, fans will buy it no matter what you say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also um, a lot of critics use their reviews as a soapbox to promote themselves instead of actually being a critic, mm-hmm. um, and which ends up happening. Like You end up just with low scores for some weird ideological reasons that they don't agree with, and it just it doesn't make sense. So I understand why Bethesda's doing it. With that being said, <laughs> stop it. I wanted to say something worse, but you I don't want to burn yourself. a bridge even more. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't burn any bridges. But them, apparently we're a wild card. Fans will... We have Judd, as Brendan pointed out earlier. Mm. Well, fans will always buy it no matter what the critics say because they're fans. That's yeah. just how it's going to go down. And people who fans will buy it and probably pre-order it, so it doesn't always matter what you say. No, it well. However, it does to an if 
everybody pans it, then yeah, that might make a huge difference. But the thing is, from a marketing standpoint for them, they think it's smart because people go and buy it the day it's released when reviews haven't had time to come out yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, what they're also doing is uh, taking away the lifeblood of many publications that rely on clicks. Yeah, but mm. they don't care about uh, that. I know they don't, which is why they I want... They want to get changed before we hate the game. I want to say lots of things, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to. But they hurt places like us and like places like us mm. that rely on clicks and don't use skeezy methods like rating a game super high or super low so that they'll generate clicks. But so, they don't care. I know they if don't. If we shut down That's tomorrow, true. it doesn't even... And I mean, if there's a company that, that would need to not send games out to critics, Bethesda, because they do not bug test their games. There, I made. I took my shot. Don't worry. I took my shot at them, and now I'm, I'm, it's out of my system. Have you ever gone back to read what Wayne says about them? Well, no, it's true. <laughs> like, okay, this isn't me sounding bitter. Mm. I've said this for a long time. And with that being said, Dishonored is one of my favorite games from last generation. But... Bethesda, come on, man, just like bug test a game for once. <laughs> just yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, if they it's completely unacceptable sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, they would. It, they're only doing this because they know that it's good for them because yeah. they're not going to get that sweet, sweet bump from nice reviews. That's well. That's the thing, though. Like, how? Because Fallout Four sold really well. Fallout Three sold really well. Skyrim sold really well. All those are big worlds but are glitchy as hell. Mm-hmm. They like there are weird things that happen in those games. Mm. Um despite critics saying that. And it got great reviews mm. in spite of all of that. So I wonder why Bethesda. I could understand 2K who like released like two stinkers one right after the other. Mm-hmm. Uh but, but but well 2K's doing it too. Every I guess. Every company does it. Yeah, we got we got our um Mafia 3 copy well, like the day before it came out didn't we i think so something like that but no it, like every company does it at one point they say no it's not gonna review well you don't get it early you should. well that's mm-hmm. the thing is generally yeah if a game if we get a game the day before it comes out or the day it comes out it's probably great. not good but with that being said bethesda generally they just do it to, because they can like doom was a great game <laughs> and yeah. they re- gave it to us like to everyone not just us like really, really late, and what Hats that ends are up just doing unorganized. Well, what it ends up doing too is you could really hurt your review score because the critic will be harsher if they have to rush through the game. They're not going to be able to enjoy it. But again, I don't think Bethesda really cares too much about critics. Yeah, well, we'll they're, see. Their their properties are solid; people will buy them no matter what. Yeah, we'll see. Even Wayne gets mad at Bethesda, but he still buys all their stuff. Well, yeah, but like the thing is, though, too, like you have to think. Like I'm not saying I would do it, but um, if we're already having an issue with critics going up on a soapbox, uh, how long is it until you start getting more Bethesda slam pieces? Or uh, maybe if a critic has to go out and buy the new Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, or the new Fallout, uh, maybe they'll be a little bit less forgiving about all the glitches when they have to pay $80, $90 for it. So there are those things you need to consider, too. Well, then go work for Bethesda. Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just spent the last five minutes just completely destroying everything they worked to build. All I've been picturing is you standing on a bar of soap. <laughs> nice soapbox. That's all I think about when people say soapbox. It's just a little <laughs> bar of soap people sit on. 
But is that you know, all you have to say on the Bethesda matter, Cody? There'll be a sound off, probably. Yes, there <laughs> should be a sound off. <laughs> I feel like I don't seem to really have much to say about the subject. Mm. It, it's frustrating because it's just taking money away from people who were giving them like free advertising. Yeah, yeah. Now I can't f- feed little Billy, mm-hmm. my illegitimate woods child. Okay, moving on from there that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't feed him now. Thanks, Cody. Because Bethesda. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an illegitimate child that I threw into the woods. I think he does. That's good. Phil. Yes. What did you see this week? This week I saw Inferno, which is a title that sounds enticing. And is also the title of one of my favorite Italian horror films by Dario Argento. Yeah, I was going to say, but is that the title of the book, too? Yeah, unfortunately. It's a a book by uh, Dan Brown, uh, who wrote The Da Vinci Code. And um, it was a horrible book, terrible one. But it was very successful, so they made a movie, which was somehow worse. But it was so successful that that they made another one. Which was even worse. Actually, I really liked Angel. And then that was oh Jesus. And then that was so successful. But now we have this one, which is the worst of all. So, um, yeah, it's about um, yeah the world famous Harvard uh, symbologist. Symbologist being a word that Dan Brown invented. Um, that is a field of a study that doesn't exist. Um, I know. That I, would, <coughs> I would go into that field if it was a yeah. thing. That sounds like fun. no kidding. Uh, but no, that's not a thing. Um, but anyway, it's played by Tom Hanks. And the movie starts with Tom Hanks waking up on a hospital bed because he bumped his head and forgot what his latest mission that he's on. Um, well, you see him, he's old. Yeah. I don't know why you're so surprised Tom Hanks is old. He's been old for a while. I haven't seen him in a while. I don't know how. He's, he's great. probably just like recently watched like Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah. No, no, like, I, haven't, I don't think I've seen him in anything Did you not watch? Really you didn't watch time. Captain Phillips? Yeah. That was great. You missed out. I really saw good. Big. Yeah. <laughs> and I now looking. I don't think I've seen him in something for years. Yeah. Huh. Well, that explains it then. Exactly. So he got old to me. Why yeah. is this such a <laughs> point of contention with you? Because I don't understand. You can be surprised someone got old when you haven't been looking at him. Of course. <laughs> it's That's just weird. It it's like That's how it works. I didn't see you in ten years and you looked like him. Like, holy, Phil got old. He doesn't look. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> he doesn't look old. I mean, he looks older, but he doesn't for his age. He doesn't look bad at all. I don't understand what the big deal is. How old is. is he? I don't know. He's probably in his sixties. He doesn't look great. <laughs> Whatever. Um, can't wait till you get older, Mel. Um, and we can revisit this conversation. Now. Um, this is like going to live that long. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so Tom Hanks wakes up, can't remember anything. He's on a recent mission. Uh, he knows it has something to do with hell because he keeps having these visions of demons, which sound intriguing. However, because Ron Howard directed it, uh, they're very safe and very, that proud and ginger? very, very plastic. Uh, yes. Um, Ron Howard is fine when he's making like a family friendly movie, but uh, when he gets into more adult territory, it's just too soft and sad. And better red than that's dead. Where we are. Better red than dead. I'm not insulting him because he's a ginger. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's all I think you say I'm Ron insulting Howard. his lameness. Um, so anyway, <laughs> which I think even Ron Howard would admit is a thing. Um, so lame? anyway, yeah, of course. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's very disappointing. But fortunately, um, in the hospital that he wakes up with, there's a nurse who is obsessed with his work, and she wears pantsuits, which is his number one quality that he looks for in a woman. So they team up, and they go on another globe-trobbing adventure uh, to pick up clues to solve a mystery that involves a deadly plague that's being kept in a little Ziploc baggie. So, Sorry? Yeah. No, that's right. Um, that's the thing. 
that everyone's fighting for. So anyway, uh, as you may have expected, this movie is dumb, 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 much like the previous ones, um, but very much worse than before. Uh, the the yeah the the plotting is just really. It's just a really sad collection of just, you know, picking famous places and desperately trying to connect them together. Uh, the cast is is quite good, but uh, really overqualified for the cardboard characters that they've all been assigned to, so it's just kind of sad to see them. Uh, Hanks does fine, even though he's apparently uh, too old to work, according to Mel. Um, but he, you know, does his sort of befuddled everyman thing uh, reasonably well. Everyone else just sort of sits there limply. And, um, I mean, like, I guess it's kind of, like, pretty in a travel log way because you get to see nice pho- photography of Florence uh, and, and places like that. But ultimately, um, it just felt like a real waste of time. It felt like the kind of movie that even the people who love uh, The Da Vinci Code will come out of and be like, hmm, that one wasn't very good. So, um, yeah, I really recommend uh, not seeing it and not seeing it as often as you can, um, ideally forever. <laughs> And another movie that came out this week that um, might be of interest is uh, the movie Christine, um, not the John Carpenter uh, car movie. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that, but I guess this week they released uh, two Halloween, two uh, movies with the same title as classic horror movies, hoping to trick people into the theater for Halloween weekend, which seems vastly unfair. Uh, this one is about uh, Christine Chubbuck, uh, who is a news reporter for a regional uh, Florida uh, like local news broadcast in the 70s, and she became famous because uh, she, after feuding with her uh, manager over what type of stories they would cover, she wanted to cover more responsible uh, and kind-hearted uh, news stories. He wanted uh, to run with a if it bleeds, it leads motto, so she shot herself live on the air. Um, and made the station and herself famous. So the movie is about the last, uh, I guess, few weeks of her life. Um, it's obviously a bit of a downer, uh, particularly since like there's not a moment watching the movie when uh, you aren't aware what's going to happen, but it is uh, very, very well done. Rebecca Hall plays Christine, and she's described her as uh, arrogantly anxious. She's incredibly, like, just a pent-up ball of like nervous energy at all times, but also very strong-willed, and it's just very sad to see her go through her last horrible days. The rest of the cast are all very strong. It's directed by um, by Antonio Campos, who made After School. Uh, is a very, very talented filmmaker. Stuff's normally very stylized, very ornate. This one's a bit more simplistic, just sort of hanging around, observing everything, and watching a slow clock to, uh, slow clock to doom. I found it very, very compelling, uh, very unsettling, and ultimately... Uh, very, very kind of beautiful meditation on loneliness and how it affects us all. Um, like, for example, me right now uh, talking to no one while my podcast mates all stare at their phones and ignore everything that I'm, I'm saying. doing work. And every time I try to talk to you, you just roll over me, so I give up. I, we, were, we were having nice banter before. It was great. Nice. You always pick on me. <sighs> Only when you say things like Tom Hanks got old. And He's old. Him. So what? <laughs> People get old. That's a thing. <laughs> I'm just surprised that you're so shocked by it because I honestly don't think he I just haven't bad. seen him in that Man, long. Did you watch Saturday Night Live on the weekend, I guess? No, I didn't, actually. Mm. My um, my un- not illegal channel didn't mm. update in time. 
Gotcha. You know, he was just very funny on it. There were some great sketches. Was it good? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, like, I only saw a couple sketches, so, like, I don't know what the overall show was well, like, I mean, but the even, ones I saw were fantastic. Even two out of their whole show is pretty good yeah, for them. Yeah, it's true. And he's, yeah. uh, and he's always great on Saturday Night Live. He's, that's one of his... Yeah, that's kind of the bummer with Tom Hanks, is he's an incredibly gifted comedian, but he essentially doesn't do funny stuff anymore funny except stuff. for uh, Saturday Night Live, which is a shame. Um, I guess the last comedy he did was The Lady Killers. That was a while ago. Which was fun, but yeah, that was like 10 years ago now. See, that's probably the last one I saw of his. <laughs> I was looking through his IMDb. He has, he has quite a little gap because he's doing TV. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot of producing. Yeah. Um, you should uh, you should see Captain Phillips. You'd like it a lot. Oh, I'll check it's it out. It's really, really well done. Very exciting. Very intense. Exciting. intense. Super intense. And very Intense real. excitement? Intense excitement, you might Ooh. even say, yeah. Which is a hell of a combination. I was, and I was also tweeting um, pictures of Cody at Cody. Right. Because oh, that's the Cody thing, thing now. Well, it's fine. Creepier I got to talk about the Cody. loneliness movie while I was being ignored there by the go. world. Well, to be right. fair, I generally... No, I'm joking. Mm-hmm. I generally tune out when you start talking about movies. Yeah, yeah. Cody's not much of a... Well, he thought he wasn't much of a movie person, but he's seen more than he thought. Yeah. Did I, ever tell you, I didn't tell you that. What? I discovered that I actually... I've what? seen and can explain more movies than I initially thought. Well, that's good. As I have a very short goldfish-like memory brought on by probably the amount of concussions I've had yeah, in my that life. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> These things all add up. You'll yeah. make an excellent <laughs> hockey writer, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, who's that? He's saying that people release names of classic horror movies on new horrors to trick people into their theaters. I got that much. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was right before everyone started ignoring me. Yeah. It was the last thing I said. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing you said, the last thing yeah. I paid attention yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Um, well, it's okay. I said a lot of insulting things about you guys that no one picked up on, it's so fun. that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you do that anyway, so. Yeah, that's true. Not it's really a big kind difference. Of, kind of <laughs> so. Thanks. Is that all you saw? Just those two? Um, I also saw the yeah. new documentary on Oasis that was pretty cool. Like the band? Yeah. Okay, let's not talk about that. Why? Because it's Oasis, and I don't think our listeners care to listen to I know, that's talk why, that's why, Oasis. That's why I didn't bring it okay, up. Okay, I was just, I'm just <laughs> curious. Wait, Thank wait, you, Phil. Did 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 the person playing... Wait, it was a documentary? Yeah, or it was a documentary. Like, oh, how easily could you understand Noel Gallagher? Um, Pretty well, but I'm good with British accents. Oh, really? Yeah. Can see subtitles? He, no. he does not speak any language of this planet i think yeah it was, it was pretty interesting actually because they're so like uncomfortably honest about everything um oh. and it was exclusively about their like rise they didn't talk about the like eight albums that sucked as they slowly like pretended that they were still relevant they it was just purely the like because it was two and a half years from when they like formed the band to when they were the biggest band in the world yeah which is crazy and they it's were already drugged trip, up eh? and, fight yeah. and fighting. And there was some really cool footage. Like, there was their first show they ever did in Los Angeles. The night before, they discovered crystal meth for the first time. Nice. And so they stayed up for 24 hours doing crystal meth. And they did their first show. And they had footage of it. And it's horrible. They're all, like, they each of them got a different set list. So they're all playing a different <laughs> song. And then, like, at one point in the middle of it, Liam goes to the back. And they say on the thing, is like, and then this is where I went and did more crystal meth. And he comes out and goes, <laughs> this actually might be an interesting documentary. It was actually good. That's what I'm saying. It's really I'm surprised. good. Yeah. I don't really care for Oasis, but yeah, I mean, like I could, I could take them or leave them. They have some songs that obviously like have kind of burned into my brain from yeah. growing up in the '90s. But um, they're well, yeah, they're just such like you know, like self-destructive rock it's and roll nice. lunatics that it is very amusing. And they don't like they couldn't care less. They didn't even then. They were very open about everything. So. 
It's fun to hear all that. But anyway, there's that. So thank you. There you go. Yeah, no problem, Mel. Did we you should... watch anything, Cody? No. I watched all of Black Mirror season three. Yeah, it's pretty great. I haven't watched the last one yet because it's feature length. Last episodes. I think it's like some sort of crime based on social media. Ooh. Oh yeah, that one in the middle. You'll just tune out for a bit. Yeah, I didn't watch that one yet. Yeah, just it's, it's eighty minutes. I'm looking forward to it. It's not as good as the what I feel the previous episodes were. Yeah. I, I did find myself at one point tuning. I'm like, I'm like watching Law and Order here in the middle. Yeah, I know, but out. you you have a problem with just watching Law and Order. No, actually, I love Law and Order. It's one know, of my no, favorite that's shows. What I mean. Like <laughs> anything other than Law and Order that has to do with <laughs> yeah. courtrooms, you have a problem with because you're like, this is they're not following the Law and Order formula that I know. And if I don't no. hear that, if I don't hear that dun dun dun, I can't pay attention to this. No, it's not that. I just I've seen so many crime shows that I'm just really sick of it. Oh yeah, no, no, no I totally get it. It's just funny that like anytime there's any sort of courtroom, you just tune out immediately. But Unless it's Law and Order, then you'll watch it. <laughs> there was no courtroom. It was well. I mean, it starts Night with the courtroom, court. but that's not yeah. why. It's because they're doing investi- <laughs> like they're doing journalism. They're doing like law and order stuff yeah. right in the middle. I'm just like, oh, I just need to tune out for a little while. I don't know. Fair enough. Um, yeah. The end was the I, beginning was great. The end was great. The middle is just a little boring. Fair enough. I haven't watched it yet. I'm excited, but that's the only one I've watched yet. The other five were fantastic. I love yes, them. and they put the Christmas one. special on. Yep. In front of everything. Yeah, but not the first season, which is so weird. No, it's just. Just yeah. a Christmas special. It's like, wait. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I got excited. Look at the Christmas special. And then I realized that the two that you reviewed, I thought you did one and two, but you actually ended up doing two and three. Yeah. 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 That well, VR one, though, is fantastic. That was really good. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> They're all good. I liked all of them. Yeah. Just yeah. makes me want all that uh, technology like the, to be super the one real. with the, um, the, like, uh, the vigilante textures. Vigilante. Like the oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah that, that one was, was so really dark good. and upsetting. that was the only one that had technology that actually really exists now yeah 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 they normally get like one of those in for yeah season. everything else had the super advanced technology yeah. I'm like well, I want this stuff yeah yeah, Not yeah which again Mel I think you missed the point of the show no I, if you I, want I, all that stuff I, I, come on the uh, the yeah 80s. you want a ranking system where everyone's ranked on stars for every social interaction no okay. That and Twitter already exists. Yeah, but it's not quite the same. I meant like uh, the eighties one. Okay, so the one. Okay, yeah. So you want that one? That would make sense. Yeah, that's the one you want. That seems like a pretty nice place. Because the other ones you just said you were terrified by. But the VR stuff, if it if they got past that beta stage, right? Actually, fair enough. That could be fun. It would be cool. Having a cookie run my house might be neat. Yeah. If I didn't know what was in it. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah, the first season's great. I don't know why it is not. My guess is it would be music rights. That tends to always screw yeah. things up. I mean, my guess. I feel like Canada will get it soon because we get a lot of the British stuff. Yeah, but it's on the American one. Oh, so that's the weird really? thing. Yeah. That is weird. It has been for years. That's why Netflix Aww. made a season because it did so well. I need American Netflix. Yeah, I know. It's a bummer. I have them all on uh, DVD, but the region too. Okay. Yeah. I heard Daredevil's coming out on Blu-ray too. Now. It is. I'm pretty excited, excited for that, yeah. I don't understand why. Like Daredevil. Because there's going to be a day when Netflix takes it down. Yeah. And I want to have it. You think <laughs> so? There's no way. As long as Netflix <laughs> When Netflix exists, goes under, Netflix yeah. produced show will be yeah. up there. Well, it's good to have the Daredevil. physical copy for when He just needs it because he has no internet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <Yes. laughs> Fair enough. See, if you have no internet next week, you should tell me and I'll bring you things mm. to watch. Well, my brother is already starting to feel bad for me. He brought over a couple scenes of or scenes, seasons of uh, Sons of Anarchy. I'll bring you a couple seasons I'm like, of Matt I've never TV seen this show. That. Let's watch it. Ooh, TV. Matt TV. I like Matt TV. I have three, se- I have three seasons of Matt TV. Stuart was, uh, that was my favorite. Yeah, he was very funny. Yeah. All right, should we do what we've been playing? We yeah, should been playing take a break so. to yeah, right, thank our Bento. friends at Comic Bento. 
Shaq, do you have a need for comics and graphic novels? I do have a fixin'. Have well, a fixin'. what you need to do is go to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and you can get $5 off a Comic Bento subscription. It goes right to your door. Yes, five bucks. Dude, five bucks? Five bucks. Five hey, guys, bucks. can five I get in on this action? Oh, yeah. Yes, you can. Whoa. You know what you have to do? Go what to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps and get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. Five whole dollars? Five whole dollars. Whoa. Comic Bento. Get it now. And we're back. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what you've been playing? Um, I actually have stuff that I've been playing. So oh, let's hear. Talk about that. Um, is that think... why you've taken over this and just started uh, hosting? Go well, for that and I gotta go as soon as I finish exactly. saying these next two things. Um, you okay, Mel? What happened? Okay. Um, all right, so I played the um, the uh, Batman Arkham. Was it Arkham Returns? Arkham Revisited? Oh, the, 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 the Batman. Return to Arkham, Arkham, that's it. Um, Yeah, it's so arbitrary. (laughs) Um, So anyway, yeah, I played the updates on Batman Return to Arkham. Um, Obviously, it goes without saying, those two games are both masterpieces and fantastic, and um, even now, these years later, continue to be fantastic. Um, The sort of whether or not you have any interest in this release depends entirely on the graphical upgrade. I can say it does definitely look prettier there are much more noticeable details there's much more depth in like for example the city in arkham city when you see that the only issue with it is um well there's two number one they didn't up the frame rate so it's 30 not 60 which is kind of disappointing and two um part of the design of those games was to sort of conceal the limitations they had in the graphics at the time through shadow. Mm-hmm. I noticed a lot, you can see a lot more now. Yeah, so to be able to see more, everything's brighter. And so it's cool that you can see more, but the gothic Batman aesthetic kind of like mm-hmm. shadows add a lot to. So I'm like kind of wishy-washy on how much of an improvement it really is. Like certainly, certainly, like on a technical level, you can't deny it's better. I just don't know if overall it does indeed look better, simply because I kind of liked the way things disappeared. I like the the uh, the character models are a lot nicer. Yes, the character models. Two faces, face is pretty cool. Totally, totally. It's just I don't. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily convinced that it was worth it. That the aesthetic was that much better when it was that much brighter. You know I what I mean? I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before. Yeah. When I played Arkham Knight for the first mm-hmm. time, I had this like conversation with, in my head. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, I don't know if I like this game because it's a well-made game mm-hmm. or if I like this game because it's Batman. Mm-hmm. They are well-made games. Are, yeah. are they? I, I, they I mean, are. at the end they of the are. day, really I was are. enjoying it. They so. are. The combat system is very solid, oh, yeah, no, especially no, no. for when they came out. They like, yeah. the really, first really time, are. Yeah. The combat system is amazing, and the like design of the city. Well, it was interesting because like they, the stories are fun. Um, they use the same system for um, Shadows of Mordor, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work as well. Yeah, very frustrating. Yeah, but some reason in Batman it works kind of. There are it get, it does get really annoying when you have that like fluid system and then like that one guy just messes it all uh, up and you just stop dead in your tracks of one, like Cody. your Batman flips and stuff. That's frustrating, yeah, but yeah. no fun game for sure. Your no, Batman I do for sure. Flips. I've because I've played so many garbage superhero games that are garbage. And oh, it doesn't well, matter if they're superheroes that I love. Sega had like a threshold on the movie uh, adaptations of the video games for like. God had to have been like six years. Yeah, yeah. And it was bad. They were rough. They were really bad. They were really rough. So, no, I do think they are genuinely great games. Batman. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it doesn't hurt that they're Batman, 
but they are pretty great games. Hey, speaking of Batman games, I also <laughs> played the uh, third chapter of the Batman Telltale game series, and uh, I'm continuing to really, really dig it. Um, the Yeah, I just am continually impressed by... It's hard to discuss without spoilers, but... Continually yeah, don't. I, I have, sometimes I have to skim your story. I try not to. No, I'm it, very. I'm just like I can't. I'm I want to play. I'm very, very careful not to give anything away. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, without, um, yeah, without spoiling, uh, I'm just continually impressed by how they're able to sort of toy with the mythology without breaking it. Because it's very, very difficult. Because like comic book fans are are fickle, and if you do anything that sort of contradicts their vision of a character, people will get very. You should upset. try um, Arkham VR because. I'd uh, love it's, to, it's yeah. It's an interesting experience, kind of. It's uh, weird. Oh, yeah. No, it looks amazing. I'd love to try it. I just don't have Sony VR. Uh, come and visit me, so you would be nice. Um, well, I keep saying that I would like to be. Be nice. Okay. All right. I'll be nicer. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, this one in particular had some really, like, the, what they've done with the Penguin, I like a lot. They've sort of taken the, the elements of the Penguin from the Gotham TV series that were kind of the only good thing about the Gotham TV series and expand that further. Um... What? I like the Gotham TV series. Oh, sorry. It's all right. I know everything I like, you hate. No, not everything. Just that. Just um, most things. <laughs> it's okay. Like 95% of the uh, things. To be fair, I haven't gotten past season one. I've finished oh, season okay. One. Yeah. Then no, if, if all you've seen is season one, then That's yes, Gotham is not a bad show. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly don't want to watch the second Yeah. Season. Well, you probably shouldn't. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So, but that penguin character, they, they've sort of retained in here and that worked well. Also, um, the way they've, expanded uh the relationship of batman and catwoman i really like they're doing the harvey dent two face story which obviously has an obvious arc to it but they've sort of pinned them in a love triangle between bruce and harvey and selena that i find very interesting since obviously all three are characters with very complicated uh, morality issues um and things are getting exciting uh and also uh even though all the action is essentially um quick time events i find that uh, Telltale has done such a good job of shooting them in such exciting dynamic ways that even though you're just basically keeping time with the action with your buttons, um, it I I you know I enjoyed it and I get excited, um, and uh, yeah um, now there are still kind of uh, some frame rate drops and bugs. I. I as is tradition. Yeah. Telltale. As yeah. is tradition with Telltale. I found it was actually improvement on the last episode, but when I read some other reviews of it, people claim this was the worst one yet. So I guess that just depends on <laughs> on, on the circumstances that I can't explain. But uh, mine seemed fine. Um, the I did find that like the detective mode that they had, the one that they added in this game in this episode was just felt very tacked on and actually slowed things down. But um, it ended on one hell of a cliffhanger, and I can't wait for the next one. And I really do recommend, um, even if you're not someone who's generally plays Telltale games, but you are a Batman fan, to check this out, because I think they are, you know, we'll see. There's still two episodes left, but I think they are really writing a very interesting uh, Batman story that I think people will really appreciate. Um, oh, yeah, and then the other thing I wanted to say is, uh, I, I, again, with Telltale games, the more you play, the more clear it is how little control you do actually have over your choices. <laughs> um, and that can be either irritating or, or fun if you're willing to deal with that. But anyway, that's that. Thanks, Phil. No problem. No. I, I haven't been playing anything. Me neither. Okay. <coughs> Brendan sent me Farm Simulator 17, but I've yet to play oh, enough sweet. to... Uh, I'm pretty excited. 
I'm pretty excited. But yeah. You'll report back next week. <coughs> next week, you can look forward to my full in-depth review of Farm Simulator 2017. How exciting. All right, Cody. Sign us out. Thank you for listening, everyone. For more content like this, check out cgmangonline.com. If you'd like Phil's review on what movies did you, you review? Inferno. Inferno. Inferno, yes. And I'm his Batman, Batman games. game reviews. Mm-hmm. You can check out cgmagonline.com. We have a YouTube channel, cgmagonline. You can check us out. Don't forget to subscribe there and like and comment on all Ooh, of the stuff. I also have, I'd like to mention, a article on uh, top 10 Halloween TV specials. I saw that. For I forgot Halloween, to mention it. Uh, weekend, I recommend taking Did a Did you see the header image I have a question I for you. No, I didn't yet. Oh. I'll, che- I'll check that out right away. I have a question for you about yeah. that. Uh, did The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror, The Raven? He make he, it? he actually mentioned all of them. Like he did yeah. a, he did a cool instead of doing like individual episodes, he did series of. Oh, yeah, okay. that makes more they sense. They were either standalone or like just the show would be represented because otherwise, like it would just be like eight Simpsons Halloween That's specials he, and like two <laughs> other things. I wanted. He to even mentions that more. in the opening <laughs> paragraphs. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, normally what I do is I just do like I, I make I a rule the at the beginning yeah. where I say like one per one episode of. Totally. There's 27 of them. I yeah, know, that's, and that's there's just to too many good from. ones. It would have been so hard to choose which one of the Simpsons I would pick. I mean, I would probably pick either the one with Bart Simpson's Dracula mm. or the one with, uh, like, that whole episode or the one with uh, the uh, 3D Homer. <laughs> oh, that one was good, too. Yeah, it yeah. comes with I the like free frozen yogurt, which sh- I call yeah, Froger. Yeah, that one or the Shining or the zombie <laughs> one. Like, they're so good. I, I like the... Uh, the Raven one. Yeah. The, Raven? the first one. Because well, yeah, because yeah, the Raven is my favorite like Are story. Oh ever. yeah. So the fact that they like did it so like to the T. Yeah, was great. They did an amazing job with that. For yeah. Sure. Yes, so yeah, check I did all those and and then like Roseanne. Well, don't give them all away. They gotta check <laughs> yeah. out cgmagonline.com. Well, and hundred percent they should. And I just wanted to say the one that was number one that I ranked above the Simpsons is an amazing thing that I recommend everyone check out. Um, mm. That's basically like one of the best horror movies you've ever seen. Um, and has a really cool behind-the-scenes story to it. And that's all included in the article, so you can go check that out. Actually, I'm going to make you rank the Disney horrors or something. You know what? I'm going to do that. Never mind. Not you. You okay. know what was a good Halloween episode? Mm-hmm. The Office did one where uh, Joss Whedon... I don't even know if it was a Halloween one, but Joss Whedon directed it. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a bat in the office. Oh, that's fun. And Jim pretends like the bat bit him, and he's a vampire. And he's <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that one, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Brooklyn Nine-Nine one's <laughs> really funny, too. Yeah. The Halloween heist. Anyway... anyway. Uh, you can check out that you can check that out at cgmagonline.com. You can follow us on Twitter at cgmagonline. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody underscore Orm. Melanie. K i x x e n k s. At that Phil Brown. Where I apparently post pictures of Cody. Yeah, she's calling me creepy Cody. And then I she posted she like took a picture of me and then like tweeted it out and then I like retweeted it with the hashtag uh, things you don't bring on a date. Mm. You don't bring Cody on a date. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, but. Uh, you can follow Brennan at bfry26. And what am I saying? Facebook. Oh, yeah. Facebook at facebook.com slash comics gaming magazine. And look for us on Google Plus. Oh, yeah. The Google Plus. Do people even use Google Plus? Yeah. We have a Tumblr, too. Did you know that? Yeah. Is Tumblr being Tumblr? How exciting. Is that, is that like where we talk about our emotions and stuff? Yeah. And you start every sentence with, okay, so. Mm-hmm. We even have an email address where people can write to us, but I honestly don't remember it. Email at I like Brennan's, <laughs> Brennan's shaking his head because he just does it. I think it's podcast at cgmagonline.com. Oh, yeah, there you go. Podcast at cgmagonline.com. He just looks so confused for that we second. Have, like, we have yeah. um, a magazine that we 
that we publish every once in a while. We sometimes. just did the dystopian issue. You're slow at this, dude. Gotta speed it up. Phil's gotta go. Sorry, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Dystopian mm-hmm. issue. You can pick it up at Chapters in Indigo, and you can also go pick it up uh, digitally on iTunes, Pocket Mags, and Magster. And I'm sure there's another thing that I'm missing, but I forget. And I'm talking really we're fast now. Oh yeah, we're also at your local library. And if Amazon. we're not at your local library, you can always go in and say, "I want Comics Gaming Magazine at your library," and then they'll talk to us, and we'll send it to them. Mm-hmm. Or you can buy it from the website. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Bye.